The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Well, you know that it's just about summertime in the Northern Hemisphere when I can say welcome back to Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, June 14th, 2021, Monday of the 11th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1, and Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. Our saint today is St. Joseph the Hymnographer, a native of Sicily, forced to leave his island in 830 in the wake of an invasion by the Arabs. He journeyed to Thessalonica, then to Constantinople. He abandoned Constantinople in 841 to escape the severe iconoclast persecution. But on his way to Rome, he was captured by pirates and held for several years in Crete as a slave. He finally escaped and returned to Constantinople and founded a monastery for his ardent defense of the icons. Joseph was sent into exile in the Chersonese. St. Joseph the hymnographer died in the year 886. He was the most prolific of the Greek hymn writers. St. Joseph, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for young people who are preparing for marriage with the support of a Christian community. May they grow in love with generosity, faithfulness, and patience. Ten Minutes with Jesus as a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here is today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my garden angel, intercede for me. In today's gospel, Jesus invites us to go up to the mountain of the Beatitudes, from where he announces the new law of love. Jesus is asking us to go the extra mile, free of limits. So to begin our 10 minutes with Jesus, I would like to share a very inspirational story about someone who has benefited by the habit of going the extra mile. It happened many years ago when an elderly lady was strolling through a Pittsburgh department store obviously killing time. So she passed counter after counter without anyone paying any attention to her. Because all the clerks had spotted her as an idle looker who had no intention of buying. So they made it a point of looking in another direction when she stopped at their counters. Finally, 
the lady came to a counter that was attended by a young clerk who politely asked if he might be able to help her. So she replied, no, I'm just killing time. I'm just waiting for the rain to stop so I can go home. So very well, madam, the young man said with a smile, may I bring out a chair for you? And then without waiting for an answer, he brought out a chair. After the rain slacked, the young man took the old lady by the arm. He escorted her to the street and bade her goodbye. And as she left, she asked him for his card. Then you fast forward to several months later, and the owner of this department store received a letter asking that uh, this young man be sent to Scotland to take an order for the furnishings of a home. So the owner of the store wrote back that he was sorry because the young man did not work in the house furnishings department. But he explained that in any case, he would be glad to send an experienced man to do the job. But then back came a reply that no one would do except this particular young man. And the letters were signed by Andrew Carnegie. He was a Scottish American industrialist and a philanthropist who led the expansion of the American steel industry in the late 19th century. In fact, he became one of the richest Americans in history. So this was the man who signed the letters. The man who became a leading uh, philanthropist in the United States and in the British Empire. In fact, during the last 18 years of his life, he gave away 350 million dollars to charities, to foundations, and to universities, which was almost 90% of his fortune. So it turned out that the idle old lady who on that rainy day in that American department store uh, was this, uh, waiting for the rain to stop was Mr. Carnegie's mother. So the young clerk was sent to Scotland to furnish Carnegie's Skibo Castle. He received an order for several thousand dollars worth of household furnishings and with it, a partnership in the store. This is a very inspiring story, very much attuned to what Jesus challenges us to do in today's gospel that we need to be generous and imaginative to be able to go beyond the restrictions that life presents. So let's read the Gospel. The Gospel of today's Mass. Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard that it was said, An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, Offer no resistance to one who is evil. When someone strikes you on your right cheek, turn the other one to him as well. If anyone wants to go to law with you over your tunic, hand him your cloak as well. 
And should anyone press you into service for one mile, go with him for two miles. Give to the one who asks of you and do not turn your back on one who wants to borrow. Yes, Jesus, we see in this gospel that you're challenging us to extend ourselves beyond what is expected. And we ask you to inspire us, to help us so that we might be free to always act with a generous spirit. Today we pray to be able to discover where we need more generosity to respond to the challenge that Jesus puts before us in today's gospel. Perhaps you're already doing it. Maybe by helping with someone else's task when they didn't ask us. Um, or for being the first to forgive after an argument, regardless of who was at fault. Or maybe for leaving the best portion for someone else without the others knowing it. So a good setting to exercise all of that heartfelt and selfless generosity is at home. And since our family members see us all the time, they know us too well. So they won't simply be impressed with our efforts. Our generosity then will need to find creative ways to serve our family members. And perhaps after considering these things, we see that uh, we have given little, we have given ourselves too little to our Lord. We have given ourselves too little to the others. And let's resolve to give them the best that we have, not just with the leftovers of our lives. Our time has to be available especially for those who are most in need, for those who in one way or another depend on us. So let's give ourselves in the small details. For example, through a small praise or a smile, a positive tone, avoiding negative criticism, or praying for their intentions. All of that seem insignificant, but in their constancy, they amount to much love for God and much love for the others. If there's one good model of consistent generosity, that's Mary, the mother of Jesus and our mother. So let's ask her to help us have that freedom and the joy of a truly generous heart. Consider, for example, Mary's calling to be the mother of Jesus. Before the grandeur of her calling, she responds without any hesitation. Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be done to me according to your word. And she gives her whole self to what God asked. In that very instance, all her personal plans were shelved in a corner in order to give way to what God wanted. And she did not give excuses. From that moment onwards, Jesus was the most important ideal of her life. And she lived a generosity without limits throughout her entire life. 
There are a number of pages in the Gospel which uh, reveal how she practiced generosity in life. When she attended to her cousin Elizabeth, who was waiting to give birth to John, the cousin of Jesus. Or of how she took care that the others are happy and worry-free, as witnessed in the uh, wedding feast at Cana. She was habitually concerned about the others. So Jesus, we want to look at your mother today so that we may imitate her in that generosity without conditions. And so that we may feel that joy of giving ourselves and the joy of giving. Together with Mary, we want to understand that we are meant to give ourselves. And united to her, we will understand deeper those words of our Lord written in the Acts of the Apostles. It is better to give than to receive. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 16 past the hour. We'll pray in just a minute. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday of the 11th week in Ordinary Time, June 14th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will will proclaim your praise. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things. Who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor? Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant, the Lord, the valiant in war. 
Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. The God of gods, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion's perfect beauty, he shines. Our God comes. He keeps silence no longer. Before him, fire devours. Around him, tempest rages. He calls on the heavens and the earth to witness his judgment of his people. Summon before me my people 
who made covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself is the judge. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Our God will be made manifest. He will will not come come in silence. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Listen, my people, I will speak. Israel, I will testify against you, for I am God, your God. I accuse you, lay the charge before you. I find no fault with your sacrifices. Your offerings are always before me. I do not ask more bullocks from your farms, nor goats from among your herds. For I own all the beasts of the forest, beasts in their thousands on my hills. I know all the birds in the sky. All that moves in the field belongs to me. Were I hungry, I would not tell you, for I own the world and all it holds. Do you think I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Pay your sacrifice of thanksgiving to God and render him your votive offerings. Call on me in the day of distress. I will free you and you shall honor me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, Knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. But God says to the wicked, But how can you recite my commandments and take my covenant on your lips, you who despise my law and throw my words to the winds? You who see a thief and go with him, who throw in your lot with adulterers, who unbridle your mouth for evil and whose tongue is plotting crime. You who sit and malign your brother and slander your own mother's son, you do this, and should I keep silence? Do you think that I am like you? Mark this, you who never think of God, lest I seize you and you cannot escape. A sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and I will show God's salvation to the upright. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, accept us as a sacrifice of praise, so that we may go through life unburdened by sin, walking in the way of salvation, and always giving thanks to you. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. Listen, my people, and I will speak. I am the Lord, your God. A reading from the book of Judges. After Ehud's death, the Israelites again offended the Lord. So the Lord allowed them to fall into the power of the Canaanite king Jabin, who reigned in Hazor. The general of his army was Sisera, 
who dwelt in Harosheth Hagoim. But the Israelites cried out to the Lord, for with his nine hundred iron chariots he sorely oppressed the Israelites for twenty years. At this time, the prophetess Deborah, wife of Lapidoth, was judging Israel. She used to sit under Deborah's palm tree, situated between Ramah and Bethel, in the mountain region of Ephraim, and there the Israelites came up to her for judgment. She sent and summoned Barak, son of Abinuam, from Kedesh of Naphtali. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, commands, she said to him. Go, march on Mount Tabor, and take with you ten thousand Naphtalites and Zebulonites. I will lead Sisera, the general of Jabin's army, out to you at the Wadi Kishon, together with his chariots and troops, and will deliver them into your power. But Barak answered her, If you come with me, I will go. If you do not come with me, I will not go. I will certainly go with you, she replied. But you shall not gain the glory in the expedition on which you are setting out, for the Lord will have Sisera fall in the power of a woman. So Deborah joined Barak and journeyed with him to Kedesh. Barak summoned Zebulun and Naphtali to Kedesh, and ten thousand men followed him. Deborah also went up with him. Now the Kenite Heber had detached himself from his own people, the descendants of Hobab, Moses' brother-in-law, and had pitched his tent by the terebinth of Za'ananim, which was near Kedesh. It was reported to Sisera that Barak, son of Abinuam, had gone up to Mount Tabor. So Sisera assembled from Harosheth Hagoim at the Wadi Kishan all nine hundred of his iron chariots and all his forces. Deborah then said to Barak, Be off, for this is the day on which the Lord has delivered Sisera into your power. The Lord marches before you. So Barak went down Mount Tabor, followed by his ten thousand men. And the Lord put Sisera and all his chariots and all his forces to rout before Barak. Sisera himself dismounted from his chariot and fled on foot. Barak, however, pursued the chariots and the army as far as, as, far as Haroseth Hagoim. The entire army of Sisera fell beneath the sword, not even one man surviving. Sisera, in the meantime, had fled on foot to the tent of Jael, wife of the Kenite Heber, since Jabin, king of Hazor, and the family of the Kenite Heber were at peace with one another. Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Come in, my lord, come in with me. Do not be afraid. So he went into her tent and she covered him with a rug. He said to her, Please give me a little water to drink. I am thirsty. But she opened a jug of milk for him to drink and then covered him over. Stand at the entrance of the tent, he said to her. If anyone comes and asks, Is there someone here? Say, No. Instead, Jael, wife of Heber, got a tent peg 
and took a mallet in her hand. While Cicero was sound asleep, she stealthily approached him and drove the peg through his temple down into the ground so that he perished in death. Then, when Barak came in pursuit of Sisera, Jael went out to meet him and said to him, Come, I will show you the man you seek. So he went in with her, and there lay Sisera dead, with a tent peg through his temple. Thus, on that day, God humbled the Canaanite king Jabin before the Israelites. Their power weighed ever heavier upon him, till at length they destroyed the Canaanite king, Jabin. The Word of the Lord To shame the strong, God chose the weak, so that no one might boast in his presence. For, For his, his power is made, made perfect, perfect in, in weakness. weakness. God chose those who were nothing at all to humble those who were everything. For, For his, his power, power is made, made perfect, perfect in weakness. weakness. A reading from a treatise on the Lord's Prayer by St. Cyprian, Bishop and Martyr. Above all, he who preaches peace and unity did not want us to pray by ourselves in private or for ourselves alone. We do not say, My Father, who art in heaven, nor give me this day my daily bread. It is not for himself alone that each person asks to be forgiven, not to be led into temptation, or to be delivered from evil. Rather, we pray in public, as a community, and not for one individual, but for all. For the people of God are all one. God is then the teacher of harmony, peace, and unity, and desires each of us to pray for all men, even as he bore all men and himself alone. The three young men shut up in the furnace of fire observed this rule of prayer. United in the bond of the Spirit, they uttered together the same prayer. The witness of Holy Scripture describes this incident for us, so that we might imitate them in our prayer. Then all three began to sing in unison, Blessing God. Even though Christ had not yet taught them to pray, nevertheless they spoke as with one voice. It is for this reason that their prayer was persuasive and efficacious, for their simple and spiritual prayer of peace merited the presence of the Lord. So too, after the ascension, we find the apostles and the disciples praying together in this way. Scripture relates, They all joined together in continuous prayer with the women including Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. They all joined together in continuous prayer. The urgency and the unity of their prayer declares that God, who fashions a bond of unity among those who live in his home, will admit into his divine home for all eternity only those who pray in unity. My dear friends, the Lord's Prayer contains many great mysteries of our faith. In these few words, there is great spiritual strength, for this summary of divine teaching contains all of our prayers and petitions. And so, the Lord commands us, Pray then like this, Our Father, who art in heaven, we are new men. We have been reborn and restored to God by His grace. We have already begun to be His sons, and we can say, Father. John reminds us of this. He came to His own home, and His own people did not receive Him. But to all who received Him, who believe in His name, He gave the power to become children of God. Profess your belief 
that you are sons of God by giving thanks. Call upon God, who is your Father in heaven. I will proclaim your name to my brothers and praise you in the midst of the assembly. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the peoples and sing psalms to you among the nations and praise you in the midst of the assembly. Let us pray. O God, strength of those who hope in you, graciously hear our pleas. And since without you mortal frailty can be nothing, grant us always the help of your grace, that in following your commands we may please you by our resolve and our deeds. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 21 minutes before the hour, we've got the gospel in conversation with God and morning prayer all coming up on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Monday of the 11th week in Ordinary Time, June 14th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Jesus tells his disciples, you've got to go the extra mile. It's from the fifth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist one who is evil. But if anyone strikes you on the right cheek, Turn to him the other also. And if anyone would sue you and take your coat, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to him who begs from you, and do not refuse him who would borrow from you. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. All of the daily Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Let's talk a little bit about baptism. It's not just a rite of passage. It really changes us in very profound ways. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. From the moment sanctifying grace is infused into us at baptism, as Christians we now have a new supernatural life making us different from other people. What we now have is a special life exclusive to those who believe in Christ, who are born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. In baptism, a Christian begins to live the very life of Christ, or Christ's own life. For there is set up between him and us a communion of life which is distinct from and stronger and more intimate than the communion which exists between the members of human society. The union with our Lord is so profound that it transforms Christian existence altogether, making it possible for God's life to develop within our souls as something actually belonging to them. Our Lord speaks of the vine and the branches. St. Paul compares this shared life to the union between the head and the body. The same sap vivifies the vine and its branches, and the same blood courses through the head and the members of the body. The first consequence of this reality is the incomparable blessing of our being made into God's children. 
Divine filiation is not just a title or a descriptive label. When a man adopts another human being as his son, he confers on him his name and his goods. He can offer him his affection, but is incapable of communicating anything of either his own nature or his life. Human adoption is necessarily an external thing. It does not change the person into another kind of being or add any perfections to the one adopted or any qualities except external ones like clothes, habitation, extra means to improve culture. With divine adoption, it is different. Here we have a genuinely new birth which produces a wonderful improvement in the actual nature of the one who has been adopted. Beloved, we are God's children now. This is not fictional, merely a manner of speaking or simply the conferring of an honorary title, because it is the Spirit himself bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God. It is a reality which is so great and joyous that it makes St. Paul exclaim, So then, you are no longer strangers and sojourners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. How much good it will do our soul to reflect frequently that Christ is the fountain source from which springs forth in abundance this new life which has been given to us. St. Peter writes, By him God has granted to us his precious and very great promises, that through these you may become partakers of the divine nature. On considering such marvelous condescension, our head and our heart are inclined to give constant thanks to our Lord for endowing us with such riches. And we resolve to live in constant awareness of the precious jewels we have received. The angels gaze at the soul in grace with respect and admiration. And we? How do we view our brother men who have received or are called to receive this inestimable treasure? Do we really appreciate what our soul is now worth? Is our appreciation reflected in our behavior and the extreme care we take to avoid anything, no matter how slight, that might be unworthy of our condition as Christians? In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Thirteen minutes before the hour, time to pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord God of hosts. My soul is longing and yearning, is yearning for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my soul ring out their joy to God, the living God. The sparrow herself finds a home, and the swallow a nest for her brood. She lays her young by your altars, Lord of hosts, my King and my God. They are happy who dwell in your house, forever singing your praise. They are happy whose strength is in you, 
in whose hearts are the roads to Zion. As they go through the bitter valley, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rain covers it with blessings. They walk with ever-growing strength. They will see the God of gods in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Turn your eyes, O God, our shield. Look on the face of your anointed. One day within your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. The threshold of the house of God I prefer to the dwellings of the wicked. For the Lord God is a rampart, a shield. He will give us his favor and glory. The Lord will not refuse any good to those who walk without blame. Lord God of hosts, happy the man who trusts in you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Bless your people, Lord. You have given us the law that we may walk from strength to strength and raise our minds to you from this valley of tears. May we receive the gifts you have gained for us. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. Come, let us climb the mountain of the Lord. Come, Come, let us climb the mountain of the Lord. In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain and raised above the hills. All nations shall stream toward it. Many people shall come and say, Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways, and we may walk in his paths. For from Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and impose terms on many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. One nation shall not rise the sword against another, nor shall they train for war again. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Come, Come, let let us us climb the mountain mountain of the Lord. Sing to the Lord, and bless his name. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. O sing a new song to the Lord. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. O sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim his help day by day. Tell among the nations his glory and his wonders among all the peoples. The Lord is great and worthy of praise, to be feared above all gods. The gods of the heathens are not. It was the Lord who made the heavens. 
His are majesty and state and power and splendor in his holy place. Give the Lord, you families of people. Give the Lord glory and power. Give the Lord the glory of his name. Bring an offering and enter his courts. Worship the Lord in his temple. O earth, tremble before him. Proclaim to the nations, God is king. The world he made firm in its place. He will judge the peoples in fairness. Let the heavens rejoice and the earth be glad. Let the sea and all within it thunder praise. Let the land and all it bears rejoice. All the trees of the wood shout for joy at the presence of the Lord. For he comes, he comes to rule the earth. With justice he will rule the world. He will judge the peoples with his truth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, you have renewed the face of the earth. Your church throughout the world sings you a new song announcing your wonders to all. Through a virgin, you have brought forth a new birth in our world. Through your miracles, a new power. Through your suffering, a new patience. In your resurrection, a new hope. And in your ascension, new majesty. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. A reading from the book of James. Always speak and act as men destined for judgment under the law of freedom. Merciless is the judgment on the man who has not shown mercy, but mercy triumphs over judgment. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. His marvelous works are beyond compare. Blessed from age to age. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. Blessed be the Lord our God. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. 
In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the Lord our God. Man was created to glorify God through his deeds. Let us earnestly pray. May we give glory to your name, Lord. May we give glory to your name, Lord. We bless you, Creator of all things. For you have given us the goods of the earth and brought us to this day. May May we we give glory glory to your name, Lord. Look with favor on us as we begin our daily work. Let us be fellow workers with you. May May we we give glory glory to your name, Lord. Make our work today benefit our brothers and sisters. That with them and for them we may build an earthly city pleasing to you. May May we we give give glory glory to your name, Lord. Grant joy and peace to us. And to all we meet this day. May May we we give give glory glory to your name, Lord. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, King of heaven and earth, direct our minds and bodies throughout this day and make us holy. Keep us faithful to your law in thought, word, and deed. Be our helper now and always. Free us from sin and bring us to salvation in that kingdom where you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, get set to find lots of blessings and opportunities to make the day holy. Morning Air is coming up with John and Glenn in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I hope to see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.